In less than a year, our podcast has gone from an average of 10,000 downloads a month to 50,000 downloads. What made the difference? You leaving us a five-star review. The more positive reviews, the more the algorithm picks us up, and more people are confronted by the law and gospel of Jesus Christ. Help us press forward the crown rights of King Jesus by leaving us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks. Everyone limits the atonement. The Arminian limits the atonement. The provisionists, which isn't really a thing, but they limit the atonement. Every, what I'm saying is every soteriological framework limits the atonement. The question is simply how. It's not whether, but in which way does your soteriology, that word simply means the study of salvation, doctrine of salvation. So your view of salvation, your theology about salvation, who God saves, how God saves, what you believe the Bible's teaching espouses on the subject of salvation, no matter what view you hold, you believe that in some form or fashion, in some way, the atonement of Jesus Christ, that is his payment on the cross for sin, it is limited. The only person who does not limit the atonement at all is the universalist who believes that Christ paid for every person's sin and every single sin of every person. And there's a word for universalism. It's called heresy. And the irony is that the person who doesn't limit the atonement is a person who won't have any atonement and will go to hell for being the heretic that they are. So if we want to be orthodox and hold a view within the Bible and not blatant heresy, then you must hold a soteriological view, a view of salvation that limits the atonement. So at this point, you're not saying, hey, what I believe the Bible teaches about how God saves, who God saves, I have a choice between if I want to view God's salvation as being limited or unlimited. No, you don't have that choice. The unlimited, that just makes you a heretic. So your choice is not, do I want to think that God's salvation is limited or not limited? No, you, your choice is between, do I want to think that God limits his salvation in this way or that God limits his salvation in another way? Because either way, if it's true, if it's biblical, if it's orthodox, it's going to be limited in some form or fashion. And the simplest way that I can explain it is like this. The reformed view of soteriology that holds to particular redemption or limited atonement. We believe that Christ's atonement is limited in terms of its scope, how many people are covered by his blood. The who. The who is the limiting factor. The Arminian, and in a different way, but pretty much the same thing, the provisionist, believes that Christ's atonement is limited not in its width or its breadth, its scope, how many people it covers. They believe it covers everyone. But they believe that it's limited not in its scope, but in its depth. How much sin is covered. See, we believe in particular redemption, limited atonement, that Christ died for some and I think that we can say, as the scripture does in fact explicitly say, Christ died for many. More than just some, many. But not all 
insofar as all would represent universally each and every individual who has ever lived and ever will. Christ did not die for all in a universal sense, but he did die for many. But for those that Christ died for, the many, he covered in his death every single thing that they would ever need to have eternal reconciliation with God. Meaning that Christ's atonement covered all their sins, past, present, and future, including the sin of unbelief, including the sin of rejecting Christ, and not only that, not only atonement for sin, but in Christ's atonement, he also paid for their justification, that is being declared by God as righteous, for their sanctification, that they would grow in the fruit of the Spirit, and for their glorification, that one day this body would come up out of the ground and be new and resurrected with Christ forever. What Christ paid for, within the Reformed soteriological view, what Christ paid for is, is every single thing that, that he paid in such a way that every single thing necessary for eternal reconciliation with God would be not just possible, not just available, but guaranteed. See, the Arminian believes that Christ paid this is the, the easiest way I can say it. Everyone's limiting the, the, the atonement. The Arminian, the, we'll just call him the non-Calvinist, everybody else. The non-Calvinist believes that Jesus paid for every single person's sin um, in the sense that he made salvation possible. The non-Calvinist believes that Jesus, through his work at Calvary, that Jesus paid to make salvation possible for all. The Calvinist believes that Jesus paid for actual salvation for many. I'll say that again. The Calvinist believes Jesus paid for full salvation, real salvation, actual salvation for many. The non-Calvinist believes Jesus paid for the possibility of salvation for all. See, both are limiting the atonement. 